Before we begin our episode, did you know that podcasting is the most accessible form of syndication? The number of multimedia-ready mobile devices has skyrocketed in the past few years, and so has your potential audience. So start a podcast. Starting at $5 a month, HipCast lets new and experienced podcasters focus on their show. Leave the boring stuff to us. Sign up at HipCast.com. So, so, all right, so back to it. So you're telling me that the possibility that you may be moving back to California. Yeah, everybody's going to tell us we're crazy because everybody's moving away from California. But uh, yeah, man, like my career prospects here are nothing. And Candace wouldn't mind living closer to the beach. Yeah. Um, and I want to be able to see my grandma a little bit before it's too late. So I don't know if we oh, move yeah. back forever. It might be. But, uh, but yeah, we're going to. We're going to try to give it a shot for sure. So in the theme of everything in this episode, I, I think it's my, my letters to Santa. He got, he got them. <laughs> so, so I think it's going to, oh, Christmas miracle. It's, it's, it's going to happen. So Vince, if you want this to happen, you, you're going to have to be on the good list next year for sure. Uh, of course. I will do everything. I will, I will, I will volunteer more. I will I'll make sure I, I'm, a, I'm a good boy. I have to make sure I'm a good boy. <laughs> Vince, you're always a good boy. I try. I try to be. Um, so, you, so yeah, you guys are gonna be coming up here. Uh, is I do you think you're gonna be coming up here in time to be collecting first place winnings in the fantasy football league? <clears throat> well, definitely not in your league because Mike has that thing on lock. It's crazy. No, you, no, no, you you still have two weeks. Well, because we play out. We play out the last. We play out. Yeah, all the, the yeah. Game. I I have a shot. I, I've got a shot, but I really need his team to stumble here. I've, uh, well, James Conner is not going to play this week. Yeah, that's good. That's good. That's I'll I'll take that because he definitely lucked into to that pick. Um, but yeah, my team has just been underperforming. I had uh, I had Josh Gordon fall off the wagon yet again, so my wide receivers are a little thin. Oh yeah, yeah. It's 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 been tough. Let me let me see actually what what, what he has because his I don't know. His strategy this year was crazy. Like he he loaded up on the receivers. I was going, oh shit! Like, <laughs> goddamn! Like this guy, this guy found the formula here. It's, he, my, I see. I thought I did too. Like I hit Devonte Adams, T. Y. Hilton, and I don't remember who my third one was at the beginning of the year. But I, I've I've had a little bit of trouble, and I've had to rotate a few of them. And I've lost a couple. At the beginning of the year, I thought that was going to be it. Actually, yeah. And then David Johnson, I thought was a good pick too like I, and he ended up underperforming i have like a good team but not a great team oh yeah Eric no, Ebron's no. been killing it for me yeah he's he's been he's been good i'm looking at, i'm looking at right now yeah you i mean you're 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 100 points off away from him basically that's right? the problem is i've been like 100 points behind him for a few weeks well i was more closer to 200 points back like like 5 weeks ago so i've been slowly chipping away like 15 or 20 points a week well, for the well, last like five weeks. Let's see here. Yeah, so Connor is out and he still has him in his lineup. So let's see here. Odo Beckham is out. You're lucky. You're lucky he's out. For well, him. that's what that was a big one actually. I was hoping he was gonna miss. And Galladay is actually like questionable this week. I have yeah. him in in our other league. So I mean, he still has some options for sure, but a lot of his like home run hitters are. Uh, are probably not going to play. So we'll see. Well, if I've you can get in with, if you can get within like maybe fifty, within fifty points in that last. Oh, I need. I need to get, yeah, I need to outscore him by at least by 
that much because he'll have because he'll have Travis Kelsey, which I believe they'll go ahead and be sit. They're going to be sitting him right in the last week. I'm you know, definitely it, hoping so. Yeah, and then let's see anyone else who gets who who gets locked up like Adam Thielen. Yeah, you'll you'll have you'll you'll be on a set. You know, uh, well, no, like are they are they locked in the playoffs already? They're not, right? Uh, I'd have to look. I'm not 100. Vikings, sure. yeah. So, what about I mean, Antonio Brown? Antonio Brown is scary because his upside is so high. But the last, I mean, he's yeah, only had then, one you know, good game playing. in the last four weeks. You know, they're playing for they're really playing for oh, something true. though, right? So, yeah. Yeah, you know, right. they're gonna want to they're gonna go all out and like unless they get eliminated this week, right? If they get eliminated somehow this week. Well, then, that, that that would be ideal for me, actually. That if, would be if the, great. If the, if, the, if uh, Pittsburgh gets eliminated, well, yeah, I mean, yeah, because then, oh, because then at least they, well, because you're right, Antonio Brown's probably still going to play, actually, so that doesn't matter. None of that yeah, matters, it, actually. I just need his guys to underperform, but not Andrew Luck because he's my quarterback in the in the keeper league, which I have a much better chance of winning. I think. Oh, you're still alive in that, huh? Lucky I'm in. You. The, I'm in the championship game. I'm 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 in there. My team's my team's pretty good. Okay, so so all right, what you're telling me is like you are actually you're coming you're coming to California to make withdrawals. So you'll either take <laughs> first or either first or second place in my league, and you're still collecting money. Like and then and then you'll be taking once again first or second place in the Fremont League. And that's uh, that's that's the goal. Yeah, I'd love to I, collect on both. That would be the dream for sure. You have, if you're going to be collecting, you have to dress up as a million-dollar man, though. <laughs> you know, really, with my team name being Simply Ravishing, I really should dress up like Ravishing Rick Rude. I'm going to get a really nice, oh, long yes. perm and a, and just cut my beard down to just a mustache. Well, that then I want to see – then you have to you have to do uh, – you have to be working with your hips and stuff. Oh, you know, of you course. Have to do everything. I'm going to spray paint uh, Jake the Snake Roberts' wife's face. On my tights and gyrate in front of her. That's who it was. It was yeah. that's right. <laughs> oh, one of the best things ever. I'll never forget that. Pulling down one set of tights to reveal yet another set of tights that look like they've been airbrushed at Great America. Amazing. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's like that's that's not a very good uh, paint job, but it got it got the point across. Yeah, Cheryl Roberts, right oh, there. Shit. Yeah, I'm looking at your. Uh... I'm looking at you. You're going against um, what's his name uh, in, in the in the Fremont League? Fultzy, I think. Yeah, his team Whoa. is strong, but his team is really strong. Shit, he's got Kamara, McCaffrey, and Patrick Lindsay. Oh shit! He's got- I'm sorry, buddy. That's that's a strong fucking lineup. No, his his team is his team is very good for sure. Trust me, I know. Holy but my shit. team's good too. Well, he luckily he doesn't have Beckham playing, and he just lost Josh Gordon also. So he's got a couple weapons that aren't that aren't yeah, playing. Yeah. My yeah, team. you have you have you have Barkley and Chubb, who was a great fucking like pickup. Yep. And Smith, Smith Schuster, Galladay. Yeah, you have a. And oh, I have uh, Jalen Samuels, and I have David Johnson. I have a I have a bunch of really good running backs. The running back depth is what's kept me. I have. Oh, I'm keeping you Aaron Jones next Ingram. year. Yeah, and I got Ingram. I have uh, I have a bunch. I have like six, or seven even if they're all healthy running backs that could, that I could start every week. So that's been my, that's been my calling card. So I, I definitely got a chance. My keepers are going to be gnarly next year. I'm going to be able to keep Chubb for a buck. I'll be able to keep, uh, 
Aaron Jones for like three bucks. I'll be able to keep, uh, uh, who was it? Galladay for a dollar and Juju Smith-Schuster for a buck. So wait, 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 wait. Oh, you got him in his rookie year as a dollar. Yeah. So he'll be my, it'll be my third year. What is last year with him though? Yeah. Fuck. Yeah. That's why I lose every year because I can't keep (laughs) shit. Like, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm looking at my keepers. I know this is a nerdy podcast, but yeah, I'm going to see here. <laughs> oh, God, this is, I mean, it's horrible. Like, all right. I mean, Santa, you know, was getting, you know, got my letter about, you know, you coming back to California. I wonder if, the, you know, he'll get the le- other letter of like me possibly. Actually, you know what? He got my letter. I wasn't specific enough in this league, uh, in my letter. I said, I don't want to come last in my <laughs> Which I didn't. It's just I didn't. Totally. No, you didn't come in last. You came in ninth. I came in ninth. Wasn't you know? I'll I'll take that over the fact that, and it's a, yeah. I mean, if I'm gonna say anything, it's a it was a strong fucking nine. Yeah, like, you know what? You're, there's a considerable drop off between nine and then the bottom three teams for sure. You were in the mix to make the playoffs. I lost the one week against you, and I fucking kick myself in the ass every time because it was because I. Did not start that asshole Robbie Anderson. <laughs> we were bidding against each other during the. Uh, I liked Robbie Anderson. I wanted him as my uh, fourth wide receiver this year to start the year, and you outbid me. You wanted him more than I did, and then you didn't play him against me the week that he blew up. Yeah, because the previous weeks he was doing shit. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> fuck. Oh my god. No, it's it's horrible. Like the only thing I could look forward to next year for a keeper is what's his name, the guy I got for. A fucking dollar because he was a, he was on the IR, uh, Mister Juice Geis, whatever. <laughs> hopefully he'll pan out for you. Hopefully he pans After out. After you for sat me. around for a whole year. Exactly, I sat around for a whole year. I that was a roster spot that was just sitting, and I'm, I'm pretty sure no one was going to pick him up for the most of the part of the year. But here I was. I was like, I'll, I'll just I'll just keep him. Fuck. Yeah, uh, you never know. That could be a. I mean. That could be a uh, a cornerstone for you the next couple of years. Who knows? You never, you never know. I know he'll get more points than Kareem Hunt will for the next few years. Fucking stupid shit. <laughs> that guy screwed my season over big time. Yeah, you were you were sort of cursed from the beginning. Well, because I had Fournette and Hunt, and I thought, okay, that's a great you know one two with the with the running backs, and Fournette got hurt week one, and then I didn't I didn't get him back until like week five, yeah. and then. And then I think I'll maybe had like two or three weeks with with uh, with full uh, with healthy running backs, and then that then that happens. I'm like going, of course. No, you're you're you were cursed this year from the beginning with that. Oh, God, well, not as cursed as like I said, the other three that were in the league. Horrible, horrible. <laughs> <laughs> I can say that because you know I don't know if they're even listening to this uh, uh, this this podcast. They better all be listening. They should, right? Oh, all I know is I'm not bringing pizza this year. No, fuck yeah, <laughs> yeah. There you go. You know, all I know is someone, someone better bring pizza yeah, this so year, right? Because the rest of these idiots are definitely welching on that bet. Oh, I was hoping I was going to set the precedence. I was like, okay, you know what? Every year we always say someone's going to bring pizza. All right, this is the year someone's going to do it. I.e., it's going to be me, and then I will, will, will pave the road. Actually, who's who's responsible? Is it Jose? Oh, Jose, Jose will do it. Jose will do it. Yeah, there you go. There because you go. he's selfish. He wants the pizza to be there, so he'll do it. Oh, perfect. He, he may eat it as quick as possible, though, so nobody else gets a chance to have any. Ooh, well, we'll just he's, have to make sure. the world's fastest we eater. 
So you think he'll eat a couple slices before it gets to us then? He will eat the majority of it before it gets to us, and he'll just toss the rest and say, oh, it's not my problem. It's not my fucking problem. I brought pizza. <laughs> I you wanted pizza. <laughs> Here it is. Yeah. Fuck. You guys are Fight. always complaining. He'll bring Totino's party pizzas and no way to cook them. That's the kind of guy Jose is. Uh, <laughs> oh, man. 10 for $10. I mean, Here you go. I'll take them. I'll take it in any way, in, in any form. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, well. Well, you know, um, yeah, I'm sorry that we get the, you know, that we started this podcast a little bit later. We were doing the, you know, Christmas Christmas rounds. You know, you know that's really what this time of year is all about. Exactly. And Waiting for your you know, significant other to shop. Exactly. You know, she's going to hear this, so I better, I, I better, I better, you know, cool it with any kind of like uh, back talk. No, tell here. me about, and, uh, tell, tell me your true feelings about it, Vince. The things you were saying to me when there was no microphone. We were inside the car, and it was really it, me, me and the dogs were just waiting there for almost an hour. Patiently. Patiently with the lights on, with, with Bishop's uh, little uh, lights around his collar. Uh, and he and I won't lie, uh, it wasn't just the dogs that made the windows uh, all foggy. It was me, because I was just like huffing and puffing, and they're like, oh, my God, how much longer? Oh. Yeah, is it true you were so angry that there was literally steam blowing out of your ears? Like a cartoon character? Yes, yeah, exactly. That's what fogged up your windows? <laughs> yeah. It's like the little kettle was like going off my my, uh, my head. Yeah, to turn on the defroster <laughs> because of all the steam blowing out of your ears? That's crazy. Actually, actually, I did at one point. I turned on the car and I had to like, you know, start turning on the defroster. <laughs> like, oh, I can't, I can't have it look like I was, you know, like brooding over here, over like sitting here for like almost an hour. Or making out with yourself in the car. Yeah, actually, that, would, that should be number one before the uh, brooding thing. <laughs> Oh, man. Well, Merry Christmas to everyone. Listening to Keeping It Nerd. Welcome, listeners, to another episode of Keeping It Nerd, episode thirty-four. This is our ho 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 holiday special. Uh, I don't know. Did that did I did I get kick it off right? Yeah, that was that was perfect. That was so festive. 
it was so festive until until I until until I questioned myself and there you go, I fucked it up. Oh, man. Anyways, as always, I'm your host Vince Mustaho, and as always, I have my co-host with me. Go ahead, Mr. Co-host, say hey. This is uh, Jolly Jeremiah. Jesus Christ. And that was Jesus Christ. That was yeah. That the the reason for the season. That's what I was talking about. No, what <laughs> what was really happening is my tipsy girlfriend dropping fucking pizza boxes on the ground out of the fridge. <laughs> <laughs> Merry Christmas, listeners! And you get a pizza, and you get a pizza. <laughs> that thing's going in her stocking later. <laughs> so we got j- 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 Jolly Jeremiah. Huh? <laughs> oh, I like that. that. Was nice. That was nice. <laughs> oh my god, man! So you get a- can you believe that it's already that time of year? The season, the holiday season's gone by so fast for me. Oh shit! Like no, like every like every time I was blinking, I was saying, "Oh my god, it's fucking September." Yeah, it's November. You know, it's October, November, December. I was like, "Oh shit!" And it was here. I was like, uh, "It just everything came so fast, as usual." I think, and I think it's like as we get older, I feel like the years are are moving faster. Oh yeah, time is just slipping away from us by the minute. We are old as fuck, good sir. The the sands of time are slowly just <laughs> drifting away into the hourglass, and I just perish it, every day. To me, it, it it feels like somebody opened up the bottom of that thing, and that sand is just fucking whooshing out of that thing now because it is just flying by. Oh <laughs> uh, man! Uh, quick thing. Speaking of sand, um, did you see any more of the like images of the new Aladdin live action? No, no, I haven't. Does it look good? I I got to tell you, I haven't really been a fan of the the live action uh, sort of remakes over the last few years. Oh, I, I like uh, the beauty and the beast was actually pretty good. Okay. So um, I'll, I'll be honest. I hadn't seen it, but I didn't, it didn't look like something I was going to enjoy. I kind of avoided it. So um, maybe I need to give it a chance, but yeah, I don't know. Like didn't really care for jungle book. Um, I, I think I saw Maleficent a few years back, which wasn't a remake, I guess, but you know, recreation or whatever original adaptation or whatever of the story yeah a reimagination yeah yeah and i uh hmm, i don't know it it hasn't really been my they they don't seem like they appeal to me but aladdin's i mean that's a good one aladdin's one that uh could be very good yeah i mean they have will smith as a genie so yeah and they they finally showed like what he actually looks like he doesn't he's not all blue if if you're wondering well that's bullshit so <laughs> so you're not on board already, so we can tell you like I'm out. Oh, fuck it. Yeah, I'm out. <laughs> um he looks he, he looks it looks decent, looks fine. I think a lot of people are uh questioning the the Jafar casting because everyone's like going, dude, Jafar looks too fucking good looking to be to be a menacing like villain. Like what the hell? Like Jafar's supposed to be like that old ratty yeah. conniving dude. Yeah. Um, you can't have, well, there's something to be said for a really good looking villain because like in real life, the people I tend to hate the most are the ones who are just really good looking. Cause I'm like, fuck your life <laughs> is too easy. It's too easy. So there is something unlikable. I think it could, there, it could be an unlikable quality. Um, so you were not a Mr. Perfect fan then? Well, he was absolutely perfect. No, of course I love Mr. Perfect. Well, no, let's take that back. I was only a Hulk Hogan fan, basically, at that time. So anybody who was on the opposition, any heel, I wasn't on board with. But now looking back, yeah, Mr. Perfect is amazing. <laughs> so, so good. He could hit a home run. He could 
shoot the ball from across the court, no problem. Make a 7-10 split, perfect game. He'd spit his gum in the air and hit, smack it with his hand every single time. Do the, the towel toss behind his back and snatch it. God, it was amazing. Best ever. Well, you know, now that you're mentioning all that right now, it's kind of like um, clicking in my head. You know that group called Dude Perfect? Yes. You know, so they always do all those crazy shots, whatever, and they YouTube yeah. it or whatever. And Is that where they got from? I'm imagining they that their... they, they must have, or it must have been at least inspiring for sure. Oh, shit. No, it's just like a revelation. Like, Whoa, hold on. That's right. That was Mr. Perfect's like whole niche. Like, cause, yeah, I can do anything. I can, I can go ahead and bowl a f- perfect 300. I can hit a hole in one and this, you know, on this. And all of a sudden going, wait, hold on. That reminds me of the group Dude Perfect, which the word perfect is in their name. Exactly. So I'm like, oh, shit. Well, you know what the most impressive feat was? Is when he threw the football in the air and ran 100 yards to catch his own touchdown pass that he threw to himself. <laughs> he could do it all. Yeah. The man was amazing. Yeah, all, all while wearing a full sweatsuit and having his hair in a ponytail. Perfect, perfect. Did, was, didn't, he, didn't he always wear those like Oakley glasses too? Um, I don't know if he did. In the baseball episode, he was with Wade Boggs, who definitely always wore those. <laughs> million percent. The glasses oh, was, man. you might be thinking of Brett the Hitman Hart, who literally yeah, wore the wraparound shades every time and handed them away to some lucky young lad in the crowd. I know. I, I always wanted, I always wish, like, like I want to go just so I can see, so just so I can have a chance to, you know, get those. And you know what? Now that I look at I watch them again. I, I, those things look really flimsy. Oh, incredibly cheap. They were, incredibly cheap. They, you could buy them. They started they like, selling them. Yeah, exactly. They were akin to a piece of, uh, like, cellophane. Or something with a with yeah. a piece of fucking elastic uh, tied to each end. Not much to him. Oh man. Well, I mean, that's. I mean, he, that was spirit of giving right there. I guess he was. He was coming. He was. He was celebrating Christmas every time he stepped in the ring by giving away a, a gift to a fan. You know what? Just like his good friends, the Bushwhackers, who were in the spirit of giving hepatitis by licking people's faces all the time, every episode. Uh, God. <laughs> yeah, that was. It's a Christmas I mean, miracle. I, I, and here you go. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Um, so you know, we did this. We did this for Halloween. Uh, you know, this year, and we're gonna do it for Christmas. Um, do you have any uh, fun Christmas memories? Oh my gosh, so many Christmas memories. Well, let me ask you first, real quick. Where does Christmas fall in among sort of the big four, big five holidays for you? You got Christmas. You got New Year's. You got. Fourth of July, Thanksgiving, Halloween—those sort of those sort of the big milestone everybody gets together for the most part. Like, where does Christmas lie? Because it seems to be almost everyone you talk to—it's their favorite holiday for one reason or another. Where? What about you? Ouch! Groundhog's Day just didn't make your cut. That fucking. That's <laughs> yeah, kind of anticlimactic most of the time. Those fucking groundhogs never see shit. Well, Punk's Tony Phil says, "Fuck you, man." <laughs> <laughs> They made a movie out of it. Come on, it's got it got love. Um, Watch that first step. Of, it's a doozy. Yeah, <laughs> I need to watch that again. I haven't seen it in a while. It's a good one. It's a good one though, right? It took a while for me to uh, like it. I don't know. It was, it was weird. It was one of those movies where the first time I watched it, it wasn't like I loved it. But then the more I watched it, just like the whole theme of the movie, what you know, reliving your day every day. Well, yeah, like I think I, now I watched it. I was like, no. well, because it came out when I was like, what? it was probably like ninety three or something, 
92, 93, mm-hmm. somewhere in there. So I was like 12, 13. I don't know that I could fully grasp like the genius level performance of Bill Murray. Like I loved it at a as a superficial sort of like, oh, it's so funny. He keeps having to do it over and over again. But just the level of like, it's pretty dark. Like he gets to the point where he's just like, kill me. I don't care. I'm, I'm, I'm over it. I'm done. Like he just sinks into these ridiculous depths of just like, how yeah, can I act. make this shit end? It's fucking crazy. Um, that I appreciate it much more, you know? Yeah. No, no, no. It's, um, yeah, you're right. Superficially, it was something like, okay, you got some like cheap laughs here and there. But then, yeah, the more, when you more look at the storyline and everything, you're going, oh shit. Like, it actually had something really, you know, some substance behind everything. And the yeah, performance was out of the ballpark. But back Phil, to what you're Phil asking. Connors? Yeah. Back to where I'm asking. <laughs> where does Christmas, does, is Christmas at the, is it the, the the topper on the Christmas tree of the holidays? Yeah, yeah, it's it is a top. It is like the tops, just because it was always the the no doubt um, holiday that's always going to bring so everyone together. Because Fourth of July, you could be like, oh, you know, like will we might see each other or we might do something. Like, you know, there's not always going to be something that you'd be doing. Like, oh, you won't have a barbecue every year, or you know, it's not it's not like heavily celebrated, especially in, at least. With my family, because they're like, you know, they were from the Philippines and they, you know, immigrated here. Um, so it's like going, uh, yeah, we'll celebrate Fourth of July, you know, because for America and stuff like that. But it's just like it doesn't really resonate sure. with them as much. You know what I'm saying? So culturally, it was like they just do it to do it, but it wasn't like. Um, so that, and then let's see what else was there. Um, wasn't a fan of Valentine's Day if that's if, if that was one of the ones you uh, you threw in there because well I did I was part of the I was I was forever alone for the longest time so oh until, wow you know. hey is this episode gonna delve into um, young Vince and the uh, the torture that he that he endured <laughs> are we gonna go back down that, that same path as the Halloween uh, episode Vince uh, no Vince. no no because this is so much at, more cheery and you know jollier look into my eyes Vince we're gonna have a moment. <laughs> <laughs> tell me, tell me, tell me how much Valentine's Day hurt throughout the years. It hurt so much. Everyone got candy grams and they got cards. I felt like Ralph Wiggum when, when you know, because nobody choo choo choosed you. No, exactly. I just like opened up my little empty, uh, my empty uh, mailbox, and I was like, oh, no one, no one likes me. Empty, just like your heart. Am I right or am I right? It, yeah, you're you're right, one hundred percent right. <laughs> Just think of all the money you saved. That's true. That is true. Um, let's see. <laughs> that, um, Halloween. Halloween is cool just because, yeah, you got to dress up and, you know, you get the candy. But it, once again, it wasn't like, you know, I don't know. There was, there was, there's just something about the Christmas time where everything just, like, really kicks in into high gear. And I don't know. Maybe it's because I, uh, a lot of, like, Christmas specials start coming out. And you see the... Toys R Us Big Book. Oh yeah, and you get yeah, start right? circling and things. Like, oh god, yeah, that was like that was like you get that in the mail, or if you went to uh, or you went to the Toys R Us, and you said, "Oh, I'm gonna grab the Big Book real quick," and you're already yeah, you're like you're earmarking the the pages, and you're like, going, "I want that one, I want this one." Oh, and you know, you need the cat, you need Castle Grayskull to go with He Man. Oh, clearly, you know, get, you know, you know, and then, then yeah, obviously in. I I think it was just like more of like a, I don't know. I, I find that one like more family 
family oriented. So that's why I, I put that one at, at the top. Yeah, totally. Yeah, yeah. I think it's understandable. It's it, Christmas, even though, you know, it's ostensibly a religious holiday, it's become very secular. Like everybody celebrates it for their own reason. It's that time of year that people like every, it's something that, you know, as a culture, the vast majority, whether they truly celebrate it for whatever reason, um, they all kind of buy into the aspect of like, you know, getting together and having fun and being sort of joyous and, or at the very least, you know, commercialism and buying presents and, you know, showing appreciation that way. Um, so yeah, I can definitely see why, uh, most people sort of rank it at the top because it's like this a month two months maybe of something that everybody is kind of buying into. So yeah, I see it. So would you say with, with, with that being said, would you say that, um, people are, are like uh, more manageable? They're like, they're, they're nicer. Do you, do you oh, feel that? No, you because I work in retail. So no, no, they're terrible. They're vile, disgusting animals most of the time. <laughs> so, so would you say that, it, it gets amplified then during this time of year? Uh, it definitely can. Like this weekend is going to be a, a nightmare for sure. There is that thing when people start to rush um, and they feel like they haven't, you know, they need to do last minute shopping that turns them into, you know, that fun sort of joyous, jolly sort of uh, spirit. The spirit of the holidays turns into just venomous, just people willing to shank each other over parking spots and that kind of thing. So, um, so it definitely is a double-edged sword, but for the most part, I say that it's, uh, that it brings out the best in people just maybe not until they've, you know, if, if they get behind on their gift giving, then it can be a little tough. Yeah. They're, they're joyous until, you know, Christmas day when they open up their presents and they find out, I guess they didn't get their red rider. Okay. Here we go. I was wondering how long it was going to take to ask this question. Oh, no, no. It wasn't. Vince, (laughs) Vince, it's okay, buddy. What was the, what what was the present that hurt? There's gotta be a year where you were dead set. You had your little heart set on something and you didn't get it. Oh yeah. Yeah. What was was the worst gift? Okay. Let me phrase it this way. Hold on. What was the least, what was the most disappointing Christmas gift you ever received because you were like maybe you had your heart set on one thing and then it just Santa's radar was a little off and you ended up with something else. Oh, ever I would have to say. Um, and if it's something that Raina gave you, you can make something up. Well, um, that's what I'm, I'm trying to think of an. I think I'm trying to think of an alias <laughs> type of story that I can make. You know, I know, but I'd have to say it was it was like in first first grade. It was like an, it was in uh I was it was in grade school. Okay. And I don't. Do you remember? And you and you when you were in grade school, were you doing the the gift exchange in class? I don't. Th- I don't like, think I don't, they I, know. I'm sure they don't do that nowadays because obviously there's everyone is every, the world is so different. Like, well, you can't celebrate Christmas here. Right. Like, okay, Jesus Christ, fine. Um, but I mean, yeah, back when when I was going to grade school, they had those like uh, Secret Santas. Sure. And I remember it was something that um, you know it was like. Oh uh, yeah, here we we'll, you'll, you'll pick a name, or the teachers will pick names, and they'll just like you know randomly select, you know, who for whoever, and they say like, okay, your thing, yeah, your budget is a five dollar gift or whatever, you know, whatnot, right? And I remember that one year, like, because um, everyone, you know, obviously all the everyone's opened their little you know trinkets and gifts in, in the in the class, right? And and as I, I look back at it now, I go, God, Vince, you, 
you fucking you're, you're a little bitch. <laughs> but I, well, it was it was funny. Cause, I mean, so yeah, like I said, so it, you know, you the budget, whatever, five dollars, whatever, right? So when it was like my turn, like okay, you know, open what you what you got. All of a sudden, I uh, I opened it. It was a uh, it was like a set of clothes pins. <laughs> That were that were arranged and like glued together to make a deer, and they, they it was like hand painted. No. It was like my, the, <laughs> the. This is something that, that even if your child brought home, you'd be like, "What? What the fuck is this?" The emotion <laughs> that I could only put this in is when Michael Scott got the fucking oven, <laughs> the uh, homemade mitt from Phyllis in that Christmas episode of The Office. Well, he gave someone an iPod. Okay. Well, that's the thing was like I knew what I got someone right, so I, I was I was instantly thinking like okay, cool. I know I got someone a cool. So gift. you're gonna so get means, an action figure. You're gonna get or something some, something yeah. you know. In the in the realm of like going okay, this is actually somebody something you know whatever, not a fucking like someone's idea of like all right, I'm gonna go ahead and give you this you know art, you know homemade art thing that I made. At what home. you got with somebody like, whose like, parent was like, there's no fucking way I'm spending money on this bullshit. Exactly. You're gonna take so, the fucking bullshit clothespin thing you made me last year in kindergarten, and you're gonna regift it. Yeah, actually, and you know now you say that. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's what it was. And I remember when I got it, I was like going, "What?" Like it didn't. It, it registered in my head. I was like going, "Wait, what? What is this?" And it didn't hit me hard until. Like another like you know classmate came up and says, "Oh my God, is that what you got?" I was just gonna say, how long did it take someone to make fun of you for getting that gift? Oh man, it took him like less than a minute. Cause, like the <laughs> bewildered look on my face, and then that the the fact that uh, you know this, this you know this classmate was like going, "Oh my God, is that what you got?" And you know, I just like sunk in my chair and I felt like shit. I was like going, "Oh okay, so it's not just me." You, this is a shitty gift, then, right, guys? No, no it, everyone because would it agree. Like, Terrible. Because everyone, everyone was just like going, "Oh my god, is that? Oh wow, oh, you know." And they were like, going, "Oh, you know." And I was just like going, "Oh, great, you're making me feel even more shittier." And you're probably making that person feel like shit. Go, oh, okay. I thought that was actually a pretty good gift. Then. Yeah. Do you know? Who, did you know who it was, or was it secret the whole time? I no. Yeah, it was a secret the whole time. If anything, if. Anything the te- only thing was the teachers would have right. known because obviously they they did the assignment. So if anything, they would have just saw like going, oh Vince is over there fucking, uh, you know, sulking over there, cutting his wrists with the with the left handed scissors. <laughs> What's going on over here? And oh, and, uh, am I mistaken or do you keep it as a reminder to this day um, of how shitty and thoughtless people can be? And it's up on your mantle. Am I if I'm not mistaken? Oh. The best, the best part was like when I took it home, right? Because my mom says, "Oh, okay, good." Because my mom wanted to say, "Cause oh, good. What did you get?" Because you know sure. she obviously knows like the whole thing. Like, going, and I showed her, and she's like, "Going, what the, what the, what, what is that?" And I'm like, "Going, <laughs> I don't know either. I don't know. I don't know." And I just like, I had, I just couldn't explain to her, and I was like already feeling oh, shit. Man. And I was like, "I don't know. Like, don't question me. Like, don't get mad at me for like the fact that someone gave me this shit." She's like, "Wait a minute," and she's like, "Going, oh, hold on, hold on." We actually went to a fucking store and we bought something. <laughs> and this is what, in exchange, what someone had gotten you? And she's going, oh, uh, I don't know. And she was, yeah, she wasn't very happy with that whole thing. She was like going, okay, obviously something, you know, wasn't, you know, the guidelines were not followed here. So so out of this scenario, and, you followed the rules. 
yet at the end of it, you're made fun of, chastised by your classmates, and yelled at by your mom. There you go. <laughs> yes. Hence why I would say that was my worst gift ever, because it wasn't no, just like, it. it wasn't like the fact of the gift, like going, all right, whatever. It's like, that That was like one, that was like one little like, okay, gut punch, like, uh, okay, I, can, I could possibly get, I could get over that easily, right? But it wasn't until like, obviously, now you have a group of people just like staring or pointing at you and saying, oh shit, Vince got a fucking art project for fucking, <laughs> uh, for, uh, for, his, for Christmas exchange. I'm like, uh, um, yeah, I did. And while they're over there, oh yeah, well, check it out. I got these new fucking Hot Wheels or I got fucking, you know what? I'm like, oh, well, that's nice. Like I got a jump rope. I'm like, well, you, know, you want to give it to me? I can hang myself with it right now because you're not making me feel oh, great. Man. So <laughs> at the risk of sounding ungrateful, um, I'm going to disclose what my worst gift was. And um, <clears throat> I, I too, uh, was the source of lots of lots of yucks and chuckles by my classmates at, at my worst gift ever. So this puts me in eighth grade. So, you know, that's at a time where um, people are uh, very accepting oh, and very um, friendly towards each other. <laughs> um, oh, yeah, of course. Like any eighth grade class. Absolutely. You know? so, so that year... I only had one thing on my Christmas wish list and I didn't come from great means. Um, you know, my family didn't have a lot of money, so I knew the gift that I wanted wasn't inexpensive, but I went through basically every catalog and every advertisement looking for at least a, a, a reasonably inexpensive version of this gift. So at that time, it would been like 92, 93. Um, one of the big things was uh, to have a portable handheld television. Do you remember this at all? Like, uh, I remember, I remember yeah. those. I remember. So like a little, a yeah. screen basically smaller than what's on your cell phone now. Um, and it had an antenna that stuck yeah. off of it. And I'm just imagining yes. being able to watch Giants games, being able to watch Night Court, whatever I'm doing with that thing. I'm just thinking it's the greatest thing ever. So I. Yeah. Cause you're tuning, you're tuning. This is the one where yes. you're tuning in with a, a, like a little Typically dial had like an like, AM FM radio and yes. a television tuner. Yeah. So. There you go. Yeah. This little story. So after months yeah. of um, casually dropping hints around my birthday and having it not, not show up, then I'm figuring Christmas. Christmas, I'm definitely getting this TV because I already knew that Santa was bringing my brother and sister basically what they wanted. And I'm like, man, you know, I, this is a, it's kind of expensive. So I'm just going to make it clear that like I don't need anything else, just the TV. That's all. That's all I want. And, um, and we're opening up our presents. And one of the first things I open up is a, uh, a pack of batteries. So I'm like, all right, here we go. These are the batteries for, for my TV. And, uh, and then I keep opening presents Christmas morning and I, I'm left with one box and the, uh, but the box is big. So I'm like, what? Oh, maybe Santa put this TV in a really big box to trick me. Um, <laughs> Okay, on the buildup of this, oh my god! Okay, so so I open up the final box and I have a sinking feeling in my stomach that maybe <clears throat> maybe this my TV is not in there. Oh, and I had already made a comment when I opened up the batteries that oh, I think I know what this is for, and, and then and and my mom said something to the effect of, well, yeah, you guys have a lot of things that need batteries, so Santa thought you guys would need that. And it, it, that made me um, feel sick to my stomach a little bit because then I'm like, oh, 
oh, is, did you literally just wrap up a thing of batteries and not give me something that needs batteries? Because that's really feels like a bait and switch. <clears throat> so, oh. so I dig into this big box and and there's something that that's uh, the closest thing I would say is it almost looked like a uh, like a sleeping bag or something. <clears throat> so I proceed okay. to to take this giant piece of cloth out of this box. And I see that it's not a sleeping bag, but a, uh, a jacket, a a parka of sorts, not like the cool parkas everybody was wearing that time, but the kind you were you would wear if the 49ers were playing in Green Bay, Wisconsin in December, a full length to the ground parka that looked like a giant dress. And let me add, was meant for a man much larger than myself. Um, and... And and I just looked bewildered at my mom, like, oh, oh, I don't, it's, we live in California. Like, I don't, why do we need, you got me this jacket? And she told me that she thought about getting me the TV, but that this was such a good deal, she couldn't pass it up. <clears throat> uh-huh. And she promptly sent me to the school next day so that I could proudly show off my jacket. And I was laughed at. Uh, by everybody who saw me and told me that I was wearing a giant dress. Um, so you're you're I'm I'm picturing the kind of jacket is like you'd wear if you were in Russia. Um, right? Yeah, with less fur, um, but just as much bulk. So imagine a puffy red jacket that has 49ers um, uh, in leather um, across Ooh. the back. And like a cinchable waist with a drawstring, and then it goes all the way to the ground. Oh. <laughs> oh, and it's hooded. Oh my God. And okay. the hood had a little flap on the very front <laughs> to block the sun. So if you were wearing that big hood over a football helmet, because you're a football player, then it would block the sun from your eyes. Holy shit. I have and- never been it was a the the cavalcade of emotions of feeling um hurt and um let down and also ungrateful and embarrassed for my mom that she could miss so badly or Santa or whoever brought that to me <clears throat> um and then just the fear of having to wear that to school cuz I know that the kids at school are going to be fucking merciless um and they were of course um Eighth grade, yeah, yeah man. That's so I, I wore God. that to school twice and then um and then I lost it. So Oh, are we doing air quotes <laughs> when you said that? I'm assuming that's what what you just did. I right I carefully set it down next to the basketball court strategically and then went to go play on another court immediately so that I could craft my escape plan. Um and I I got Ooh. in a lot of trouble for forgetting that thing. And my mom uh, made me check every single day to see if anybody had turned it in. And of course somebody turned it in and I just had to go and look at the lost and found and see it in there and go, yeah, no, not, not in there. And uh, eventually they just gave it to another kid who, uh, who didn't have a jacket. Um, but I never, oh, I, I never you, saw it again. I thought you saw the pee. No, no, no. Yeah, well, you should have, you, you would have needed Bubba Paris to wear this thing because it was gigantic. Holy shit. <laughs> It must have been a men's extra large. Like, I don't know what the fuck my parents were thinking when they gave me this thing. Um, 
but yeah, that was my worst Christmas gift of all time because I, at the end, I was just left with a with a packet of fucking batteries, and nothing to put them in. Oh God, you should have got a box of tissues to go along with that. Jesus <laughs> I just, Christ! I just cried I into that giant jacket. There was plenty of material to sop it up. Yeah, I was about to say, right? You could have cried into a little a little, little corner of the fucking sleeve, and don't worry about it. <laughs> Like it, it would just take it all and in. I, I want to qualify this with I do feel kind of bad that I was so ungrateful, but Jesus Christ, did they miss the mark badly on that one. Oh, yeah. No, no. I mean, yeah, that, that's like I said, like when I look back at it, I go, oh, sh- you know, I get it. You know, it's, it's not about the gifts and shit. But I mean, when you add in the fact that, you know, the gift is one thing, but then you had you had what came along with it with the fucking public humiliation, the ridicule. The, so much. You know, the embarrassment. And you're like going, Oh, okay. Like I can get over the fact this gift wasn't like, um, you know, what I wanted. But now what I also don't want is the attention that it gives me. And you're like, going, the oh, worst thing okay, is we, okay. when you walk up to school. So I get out of my parents' car and I'm walking up to class and I'm like nervously looking everyone in the eye to see, like who, like if they're even gonna notice. Maybe somebody will be like, oh, that's cool. Where'd you get that? And. uh I'm almost positive that somebody called me a very, very mean name that you're not allowed to say anymore. Um, It started with an F. And uh, (laughs) oh, yes, got it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Like on cue, like oh, okay, I made it about ten steps. Hey, look at this. Uh -uh. Um, And okay, yep, fair enough. They hate it. They hate it just like as much as I hate it. Good, I'm done. This is a this is a wrap. On this okay, gonna, okay, it's valid. You, it's validated. This is not the number one gift of the, the <laughs> gifts given. No, like abort want, mission. Abort mission. Nobody likes the jacket. That's when you want to go right to the office and say, like, you know what? I'm not feeling so well. Can you call my parents back? I need I need to go home. Like, <clears throat> yeah, yeah. I'm I'm really sick. I need to leave immediately. Oh man. Well, so we yeah. we both been through some pain with that. What about best gifts ever? Is there a one gift that jumps out to you as being something where you were like, oh my God, this is the best Christmas of all time? I'd have to say, well, the thing was, it was as an adult and it was, I mean, I mean, obviously, the, you know, being at that advanced age that I am now, obviously, <laughs> I've celebrated quite a few Christmases and I, I know I'm, I'm probably going to forget, um, you know, some gifts here and there. But So I'm going to go with the most recent one. It would have been like when we, me and Raina chose uh, to get Bishop as, uh, our, as our joint our, as a joint yeah. gift. We we didn't get him on Christmas right. Day, but we had made the you know thing like all right during Christmas time we're gonna find a dog and we're gonna select one and then obviously we'll pick it up like after and so that yeah, he he was like our Christmas present that year. So like three four years ago four yeah three yeah, four years ago I'm sorry is when we uh, when we uh, selected Bishop. So he was like yeah my best because I never had any pets growing up so to have like my own right was like going oh god like i have my own i have my own dog and it was you know it was great and he's been he's been with me ever since yeah that's awesome yeah so i'd say yeah that's that's the best one so my oh my best one is when i got my nintendo um oh you bitch (laughs) well okay so like i told you came from a very like very poor family so it was very unexpected um but and i was like a year or two behind everybody else like almost everybody i know got it in like 87 ish because every it seemed you know 86 or so 
everybody gets Super Mario Brothers and whatnot. In 87, Zelda comes out. So everybody's like at this point, like almost everybody I know who has it. So this would have been the following year. So this has been like 88. And uh, and I actually had pneumonia on Christmas. So, we, yeah, oh, we, we went out of town God. to stay with family. And I'm sitting there with like a 106 degree fever. And they're giving me alcohol baths and uh, and like codeine cough syrup that tasted like peach. So now anytime I taste something that's like fake peach flavor, it makes me want to throw up. It's just disgusting. Mm. And uh, yes, yeah, Christmas morning, I opened up my my big present that my parents must have been uh, saving up the whole year to buy me. And I didn't give a shit because I was ready to die. But then fast forward to like a week later and I thought it was like the greatest thing ever. So you're, what you're telling me was you reverted, you, this was obviously before the, the jacket. Okay. So, so this is before the jacket for sure. So you, ba- so you're telling me you, that that was a source of your ungratefulness. Then, <laughs> because you were ungrateful. I wasn't ungrateful so much as I was um, incapable of enjoying anything. Yes, because I was uh, in a state of delirium brought on by the fever. Yeah. Um, But I have to tell you, runner up for worst gift ever also came that same year as um, my uh, grandpa's second wife, the one, you know, these, the ones we were going to stay with. um, She hand knitted me a heavy sweater that was um, horizontal stripes of neon colors and black. And oh. when we, I had to go back to school after our trip and I wasn't all the way healthy from pneumonia yet. So they wanted to make sure I was nice and bundled up tight. And they made me wear that sweater to school every day. And the elementary school kids made fun of that sweater. Um, and they made me wear it every, every day that do week. You, do, you, do you think that any of those kids that were, that went to the elementary school with you went to, with you to uh, middle oh, yeah. school. And then they say, Hey, it's the same guy who had the, that horrible sweater. Now he has a horrible jacket years later. Like Jesus. Yeah. Guy. Does your family hate you? That's what they would scream at me. Oh man. Uh, uh, I mean, if Do you I, get I, your clothes right out of the dumpster, that's the kind of stuff they would say to me. <laughs> oh, God, ouch. Oh, so now we're actually now now this episode we're actually diving deep into your psyche. Got it. Okay. It's 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 better right, than uh, paying for uh for therapy. Yeah, right. I'm telling you, that's why that's why I do the podcast <laughs> the podcasting, right? You know, you just just talk it all out. Um but yeah, if you're wondering why I was uh, a little bit maybe a little bitterness in my voice when I heard you got a Nintendo was in last year's episode uh, holiday episode, was it last year or maybe one of our, our one of the holiday episodes we did. I was telling Anthony that I wanted a Nintendo so badly. I, I wanted it because it was, you know, Super Mario Brothers. Everyone was talking about him playing it. And my parents ended up getting me a Sega Master System. Really? And I was like going, yeah. And I was going, what <laughs> the fuck is this? And they were just like, they're like going, oh, you know, it's a video game. It's it's a Sega. And I'm like going, yeah, I, I know. I can read it. But I told you I wanted a fucking yeah. Nintendo. Wait, nobody in the United States knows what this is. Exactly. And that was and the whole theme of that whole thing. I was like, going, no one knew what the fucking games I was talking about when I come to school. Like, it's, oh, you, got, you guys want to play uh, Wonder Boy? What the fuck is Wonder Boy? Oh, you know, it's a kid who runs in the forest and he throws like a little axe. And they're like going, no, we play Super Mario Brothers. Get the fuck out of here, idiot. I'm like going, oh, okay. Yeah, where, where do you plug in your light gun? Oh, no, we don't. We don't we don't have that. Um, oh no no no! It did have a light gun. 
Yeah. They, it, what, what was it called? They didn't call it Duck Hunt. It was called Safari Hunt. Oh, that I didn't even know. Oh, man. There was, yeah. It was, I mean, it wasn't a very good, uh, you know, gift for me. <laughs> I mean, I, I obviously made it more in my head. Like, like oh, this is great. Here, like, as the years went on, like, I, I, I played that. I played the shit out of that thing. I, I had lots of games. I had a nice library of games for it. Um, and then years later, we'll fast forward that once again. When I wanted a Super Nintendo, guess what I get? I get a regular Nintendo. <laughs> I'm like, what the fuck? I said Super. The word Super was in front of Nintendo. Yeah, like this one's way cheaper. It was such a better deal. Like I don't know. This this one has Super Mario Brothers, right? This is the one you wanted. There's there's a third Super Mario Brothers already out there. You're getting me the system that plays the first Super Mario Brothers. <laughs> do you uh, hate me? Do Do you hate yeah. me? Oh, uh, and you know, at, at those times, I always thought, uh, like, it was my parents that uh, what do you call it? They, they they got it for themselves basically because I remember my dad played the shit out of that Sega <laughs> more than I when I first when I first got it. I was like going, oh, and then I said, oh, here, I'll show you, and he just played the hell out of that damn thing. <laughs> And I know there was like a dead system when I was like, uh, like during the summers you would go to uh, like go go to garage sales and yeah. stuff like that. You know, it's a dead system when you're seeing those games being sold at a garage sale. Oh like, yeah, what? Like this is fifty cents. Look, Vince, you can you can play this game called Great Baseball for fifty cents. <laughs> I go, okay, and I get it. And the roster of the team, like, oh, I want, I want the San Francisco Giants. Not a single person on there was because they didn't have the licenses, right? Yeah, so, of course. Oh, and actually, though, they didn't call them the, they, they didn't have names. They just called them the city. It was just so the city, like most likely, yeah. Yeah, and then I was, and I, I had to make make it up in my head. Like, okay, you're Will Clark because you play first base. Why, oh, and you're Matt Williams, you're third base. Why, why are the Giants red and blue and have a star as their logo? That doesn't make sense. Yeah, 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 right. Yeah, you're hitting it. I think you have played this thing before. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, there's nothing worse than playing those games and like, and you, oh, you just spend the whole time going, how how hard would it be just to have the right name? Like, this is so stupid. You know you have some knockoff shit at that point. Oh yeah, you're, at one point I was I was like going, oh, I just just I wish your name was Willie McGee. <laughs> I was stretching right there, like going, come on, at least get Willie McGee. Like, no. Oh man, oh, Willie man. McGee, um, the longest neck in the game. That guy, Willie McGee. God, yeah, he did. He well, his name was Stretch. His nickname was Stretch, wasn't it? I mean, it, if it wasn't, it should. If it have wasn't, been. it should have been right. Looked like somebody had him in a headlock from ages three to six. <laughs> <laughs> he's like a stretch Armstrong that's never like reverted back into its like original form. <laughs> stretch neck strong. I don't know. Never mind. Oh right. man. Oh god. Um. So yeah. Yeah. So like obviously. So we know what our best gifts, and worst gifts were. Um. We know what you know what makes people go nuts during this time of year because everyone's like shopping and shit like that. Like, were there, were there any like um like commercials or, or whatever like that always got you amped? Like, did you ever like, did you like, yeah, like, was that like, did you, were you like more like a visual person of, um, what do you call it? Like the big book guy? Or were you like watching the commercials? Like, that's where you got your, like, you drew your inspiration. Like, that's what I, that's where I want to find. Yeah. Like most 80s kids, um, the television raised me. I grew up watching sitcoms. Um, so commercials were definitely the, uh, the driving force behind getting me ready for the holidays. Uh, for sure. Um, <clears throat> yeah. Any sort of like 
any video game commercials, any action figures. I was a big action figure kid. I never had a lot of them. Like <laughs> my parents wouldn't buy me or they would get me like one action figure from a line and I would have to fucking mix and match. And I'm like, all right, I guess yeah. I'm going to have wrestling matches with, uh, well, I got the ultimate warrior here. I guess he's going to be wrestling GI Joe today. Um, Sergeant Slaughter, he was a wrestler. Yeah, there would be a lot of, there would definitely be a lot of anyone with camouflage with Sergeant Slaughter for sure. Um, (laughs) Yeah, so I would, yeah, commercials and cartoons because everything at that, when we were growing up, we talked about this when we, I think we did the Toys R Us episode, but like, uh, yeah, everything had a tie in to a cartoon at that point. So, you know, you're watching cartoons, you see the ads for those toys coming up. Um, Any Toys R Us commercial, any KB toy store commercial um yeah it was definitely more so like the the commercial the commercial getting ready for the holidays but i did love even just the normal like like with the sunday paper the ads that would come and you'd get oh yeah yeah. the toys rs ad to see like what was coming out that week like oh my god that was my favorite yeah um i mean yeah those were always like those are the moments when you like you take those little loose leaf uh, the loose leaf yeah um inserts yeah those those were great because you knew like going especially if it was a Sunday paper and it was like the thick you know because all right I know the Sunday paper has like substance like oh, there's gonna be there's gonna be something in there and you there you go you pull out the fourteen fifteen page you know Toys R Us and you know, uh, brochure and you're like all right let's see what we, what, what have we got coming in here oh, a new rally bike oh, all right that's pretty yeah. cool <laughs> the thing that now I throw away immediately like as fast as I possibly can before I would have been diving into the garbage no what are you doing you're throwing away gold. Oh yeah, th- yeah, exactly. Now, 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 as a, as an adult, I go like, ah, God, fuck, like that's that's shit for me. Like, uh, I, just, I, I need substance. I need the real stuff. Whatever. Like, that's all. Filler. So I don't know why this happened, but I just had a commercial pop into my head, and it might have been one of the commercials that uh, I was most interested in. I think we've talked about this product in the past. <clears throat> it was a toy truck that had um, tiger claws come out of the tire, called the Animal. Do you remember this? The animal, animal, the animal, and it, it would climb up. It, Nothing it, can it, stop uh, the animal. The yeah, animal, yeah. And the claws would come out of the tires yep. because they can go all terrain. Yep. You know, the claws <laughs> way up like rocks and shit like that. Yes. I remember seeing the commercial for the animal and being just fucking dumbfounded, slack jawed. Like, what? Not only is it a truck that looks badass, but it has like animal paws that come out of it fuck sign me up i'm in i need it get me that <laughs> toy nothing's gonna nothing's gonna stop this this fucking truck look at this thing look you think those rocks were gonna stop it no way <laughs> he's gonna hit the peak easily with these claws okay wait i got one more commercial that that and the commercial made it seem way cooler than it was but a few years later i saw a commercial for a um a giant hockey puck that was supposed to act like a um like a hoverboard of some kind so that you could play like quote unquote, like ice hockey on any surface because they would create a thin layer of air by like blowing it up off the ground. Um, yes. I do remember. Do you that. remember that? Um, I actually got that. My grandma bought it for me for my birthday one year and I promptly took it outside and I went to show them how cool it is. And it did not lift off the ground even one millimeter. So that thing was total bullshit. That commercial made it look so fucking cool, and it absolutely did not work. Yeah, I remember. I, I did remember that. I remember it was a. 
but I think it's like I think there was probably like a fine print on the commercial, right? That we never oh, paid of course, sure, to, right? Yeah, actual I think product you're to put on hardwood. Yeah, actual product does not perform as shown here or some shit. Well, I'm just wondering, and I, you know, I think about it. Like, what if like what's to stop that thing from like one good slap shot and that fucking fucks up the mechanism inside of the inside of the puck? Oh yeah, the thing weighed like, about 17 pounds, so it didn't really matter how hard you hit it. I don't think it was going anywhere anyway. Oh shit! I just remember thinking, like, wow, this is really heavy. I'm, I wonder how high it's going to get off the ground. And I set it down and turned it on, and I could hear the little fan going, and it literally didn't move. I'm like, oh, huh? I don't think it's doing what it's supposed to. And we immediately turned around and drove back to Toys R Us and returned it. Oh, okay, good. At least you were able to. Yeah, you got to do that. Yeah, she's like, "Is it doing what it's supposed to?" And I was like, "I don't, I don't think it works that good." She's like, "This is crazy. Let's go back." We're going back. Yeah. Yeah. Well, at least you got at least you got redemption for that. Um, but I definitely see, was uh, let down, bamboozled by that commercial. Well, I think a lot of the, that's what a lot of the commercials were now uh, back then. Like you make it seem like that's why you would always have it going. Does not actually perform this this action. Like does not actually shoot missiles. Does not actually. <laughs> does, hockey puck does not fly over and does not. Uh, you know, you will not be Wayne Gretzky overnight. I, I got it. Cool. <laughs> um, let's see. Like, well. Spoiler for any kids that are listening to our podcast, which if you are, kudos to you that you're actually, your parents are letting you uh, listen to our podcast because we have <laughs> some choice language. Um, so you might want to turn your ears away when I ask you this, when this, ne- this next topic comes up. When did you stop believing <clears throat> in, in like, the whole Santa Claus thing? Like, was there like, did you like see your parents like wrapping the presents oh, right in front of you? Like, yeah. Oh, shit. Like, oh. Yeah, I did. So I feel like I was one of those naive kids where I probably believed a little longer than some of my classmates. I wasn't that old. I mean, I was probably nine or 10 or something, but I definitely know that there was people in my class that did not believe in it. Cause I remember leading up to Christmas people saying, or I remember, I think I asked a kid like, what do you think Santa's going to bring you? And I remember some kid being like, what the fuck are you talking about? Like Santa's not real. And I'm like, uh, I'm sorry. What? What are, what are you saying now? Like, uh, then who do you think brings all those presents for you? Like, what are you talking about? Like, uh, it's your parents. And I remember just, and I, I, I didn't have like that. Oh my God. He's right. I was like, this kid's fucking crazy. Like, that's not, that's not real. Um, and I remember going home and telling my parents like, Hey, you should, there's like these kids at school that say Santa's not real. Like what? That's crazy. And my mom being like, yeah, that is, that is crazy. And, uh, like, well, if then they're not going to get anything, you know, I'm like, oh, yeah, I guess you're right. So I, uh, I remember this year, this is probably the year before I got my Nintendo. So I was, yeah, I was, I was pretty young. So when I, when we had this talk and I, uh, I had asked for a bike and I, I think I had asked for a mongoose and I definitely got a Huffy from Kmart, <clears throat> but I, oh yeah, the mongoose, man, that was like, that's supposed to be like the up, that was like the top of the line. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Cause like, like if you were going to ask for a freestyle bike. Yeah, exactly. Like if you were going to be like turning professional, um, and I certainly was not. So I got a Huffy with big pads on it. I remember big, big pads to protect me. Um, and I had asked for this bike and I actually got the bike. And I remember thinking like, this is a Christmas miracle because my parents, and this is what I told the kids when I went back to school, I was like, Hey, so, you know, what did you get for Christmas? Like, what did Santa give you? And they're like, we told you it's your parents. And I'm like, um, hello. I asked for a bike for Christmas and my parents are too poor to get me a bike, but I got one. So how do you explain that? That was my logic. I, this was, 
the pain. That's a nice mic drop right there. The that's pain good. when I look back on it and just say, "Oh, you poor fool." My my big my big <laughs> mic drop moment was um we're too white trash uh, to have done it for ourselves. It had to be a fat mystical man in the sky. So go fuck yourself, basically. <laughs> oh, pathetic, no. so pathetic. So then, like a couple of years later, I, I was probably like, yeah, it might have been a couple of years later. It might have been like eighty nine. I was probably ten, and I and I saw my parents up drinking. Drinking some hot toddies in the middle of the night, wrapping the presents and seeing my, uh, yeah, my dad fill the stockings. And they're like, hey, all right, you're in on it now. Don't let your brother and sister find out. And then I was like, oh, oh. yeah, all right, I'll keep it up. I got it. I feel let down and I feel hurt and betrayed, but okay. I'll, I'll keep it going. <laughs> <laughs> and now you're in this lie together. Yes, and then, then now I'm in on it. And I'm like, does this mean I don't get presents now? Because I'm not about it and I'm going to pretend this didn't happen. Yeah, exactly. I'm just going to close my eyes really tight and I can pretend I was sleepwalking. I'm sleepwalking. I don't even know what's happening. (laughs) Oh, what's that? Oh, uh, I didn't see anything. What was that? Well, there had been so many many idle idle threats over the years of, if you wake up and come come out here, Santa's not going to come. All your presents are going to go back. And then I'm like, oh, shit. I, I, I came out. I wasn't supposed to. All my presents are going back. But luckily they didn't. Yep. Luckily they didn't. They just kept bringing me terrible fucking presents. I, that's what it was. Like you may have. <laughs> I was thought punished. You for were years. like you're being punished. Yeah, that's what it was. Like you probably had the. You probably did get what you. You probably had the TV, and then that one night you kind of snuck out a little bit, and like, nope, the TV's gone. Now you get the jacket. TV's coming back. Now you get this shame coat to wear to school. <laughs> Shame coat. <laughs> oh man, shame coat. There you go. That's it. The, the the coat of shame. There you go. Um, That's gonna be my fantasy for me. I'd have next to... year. Forty nine er shame coat. <laughs> <laughs> and you, and the winner of this year's fantasy draft is oh, forty nine er shame yeah, coat. Yeah, the, the right. um, yeah the little icon is just gonna be my face just sobbing uncontrollably. Anyway, oh, sorry, sorry, I cut you off. What? Uh, how, how old are you? How old are you? Um, I'll probably say maybe around the same same age as you, around like like ten, around tenish, nine nine tenish. Yeah. And it was more because like I didn't ca- I didn't catch my parents like do wrapping presents or anything like that or putting like st- stuff in the stockings. It was more of like at that time I was really curious and like going, oh you know like like I just want to I was like venturing around the house like when I was playing right. You know, like imagination, like going, oh, you know, I'm just, you know, going through. Well, most likely, you'll, yeah, you know, we'll, we'll hear this in the, you know, the second part of our thing. Like I was playing Die Hard in the house, right? <laughs> and you know, obviously, the scene where he's just crawling around through the air, uh, air ducts oh, sure. of yeah, in the building, in the Nakatomi building. I was, you know, crawling around, ca- crawling around in my air ducts. You know, not really, but I mean, like crawling in the the, the hallway. Sure. All the way, army crawling all the way to a bedroom and stuff like that. And I remember I I stumbled upon like a gift. I was like, oh, what's this? And then I was like, I was like, oh shoot, it's it's, a, it's you know it's a present. And I pulled it out. It was like in my parents' closet, and I saw, and it said, you know, to Vincent from Santa. I'm going, oh no, wait. And I was going, this isn't Santa, Santa Claus. Wouldn't have delivered this early. He does it. He only does it on the nightly oh, delivery. No. He only does it on Christmas Eve slash night. I go what and then and then upon further investigation because i was like going wait a minute there's more back here and then i just saw the stack and i was just like oh 
I ruined it for myself. Like Speaking uh, of Bruce Willis, was this sort of like the end of The Sixth Sense where you just flash back to the beginning and you see all the clues leading up to it and you're like, oh shit, he was dead all along. Yeah, 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 you're right. Exactly. Like you saw like all these like flat, flat, flash scenes of me like going, wait a minute. <gasps> That's why the wrapping paper was in the car. Right. Oh, I get it now. That's why you guys had me go to the park and you know at these times. Like, oh, okay. And your you know, it was your like big those, those smiling moments. face at finding oh, I found a present. Oh, oh wait. And and the the excitement just turns to like disillusionment and just and and sadness. And this, this, the self-realization of like going, oh no! Just ma- open like, mouth, staring blankly at at the wall and at those presents, and just thinking about how your innocence is gone, and a single tear runs down your cheek. And at that time, that's when the sands of time really started to move <laughs> for me. I think that's what it was. Like the youth had just like washed away, and now like here it comes being an adult. Now you know. Whoosh, yeah. And all the sand just starts pouring out fast. Immediately, puberty kicked in. Right then, <laughs> boom, done, gone, boom, gone. Now get a job. Beard, like, oh, okay. Acne, voice, all of it. I, I do have to say though, like uh, one of my favorite things uh, about Christmas was when I was able to start like buying presents for people. Because sure. that was like when I, uh, you know, I was starting to get an allowance and I was like saving up during the year. So I'd be like, okay, I'm gonna get my parents, you know, something. I'll get my know uncles and aunts to get my sister or something and i always i always like loved it especially like so i was getting an allowance like obviously as a kid and then when i uh was working uh as a you know a teenager even more i got more into it because i was just, like going oh you know it felt good you know just you know the thing of giving and like knowing like going oh okay like you're gonna get something what's you know get an item for some someone that they really wanted sure. and you know you're gonna you're gonna elicit an emotion from them of like excitement, joy, and happiness. And I always, that's what always, you know, got me even more, you know, amped up for the season. That's why I, I put Christmas like at the top because like the fact that I can, you know, make someone, ha- uh, make someone feel happy or like, you know, give them like a positive feeling just because of like, you know, buying them something or whatever, or make, you know, a gesture of some sorts. Then it was just like, yeah, I feel good about myself too. Cause I made you feel good. Yay. So your poor classmate <clears throat> made you a reindeer out of clothespins and it took them probably upwards of 20 minutes. And, you know, at the end of that, they were looking at that piece of artwork and thinking, you know what? This is why I do it. This is why I participate yeah. in this holiday. Cause I'm going to make one of my classmates so happy and I'm going to feel good because I make them happy. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, and that's why I said like, and now when I look back at that moment, I go, ah, shit. But it was, it was also like, I could have got over that moment, but I'm pretty sure like he didn't. Feel you know, so goddamn great. well that that's not what happened. You know, goddamn well that kid was not happy about <laughs> giving you that thing. <laughs> they just pray that nobody saw them take that out of their bag. Like, I hope nobody knows this is the one I brought. Oh, uh, oh, you! It was so simple that you know it was. His. <laughs> That's like you don't want to be the guy who shows up to the potluck when somebody brings a turkey and somebody baked a pie by scratch and somebody else has this amazing family recipe for mac and cheese and you're like, fuck, I forgot about this. And you stopped at the liquor store on the way there. I got a a pack of, you know, whatever, Oreos, mini Oreos. 
I got some questionable potato salad <laughs> at the, you know, at the Seven Eleven. I hope you guys don't yeah, mind. They, they, I think it's still yeah, good. Yeah, they had one big bite hot dog. We're gonna chop it up into little pieces and call it an appetizer. <laughs> <laughs> you don't want to be that guy. Be like, I'm gonna shove this over here and hope nobody knows it was me that brought it. <clears throat> oh. <laughs> oh man. Um. Stay tuned. More keeping it nerd on the way. Thank you.